Yeah, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Hallelujah, brother. Praise yes, the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, 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 I want to thank and praise the Lord for his faithfulness and uh, reflecting back on all the things that happened to me. And uh, I want to testify Romans 8.28 that whatever was done for evil, God has turned into good. I want to thank and praise the Lord for his faithfulness. Even though I lost my job, I, my purse is never empty. Empty. I'm a lender and never a borrower. Thank you, Jesus. Even though three years I was in mommy's house, it was not easy. But Galatians 5.22 was, uh, I mean, the Holy Spirit was with me to be, to be there and take care of mommy. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus, our resurrection and our life has this has been a daily experience that Jesus is our resurrection in my life, my resurrection in my life. And Amen. even so for my mummy, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And though I was pressed to leave my home and go back, uh, I mean, leave the house, but still the Lord is so faithful. He keeps telling me, I am here. I am with you. So thank you, Lord, for the confirming words. Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. though I did not want to return back to this, to my house over here, to my flat, when Brother Vincent Lisboa said, Jesus is your faithful covenant partner, I said, I'm coming home. I came home and the Lord is so faithful. He has, and he is my resurrection in my life and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And thank you, Lord, for filling me with your love and mercy and grace. I give God all the praise and the honor and the glory. And though the devil wanted me alone, helpless, but my friends, my family has increased worldwide. I want to glorify the Lord for all my international brothers and sisters. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Brother Frederick, um, I'd like to thank uh, glorify the Lord for his um, uh, presence, for his uh, presence and in uh, his holiness in this in our group. I'd like to thank such wonderful blessings for uh, morning encounters and uh, Brother uh, Savio's uh, one of the Brother Savio's reflections upon. Uh, uh, I think I think it was a couple of days ago. I th um, but um, respecting your parents and not, uh, you know, taking them for granted and do and like um, and just treat, treat them, re respect them and don't uh, get any, get them involved in any sort of like, uh, you know, kind of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say uh, uh, like in a dishonest faction, uh, in a, you know, dishonest way of doing things, you know, where you're going for back for bank loans and all that stuff and try to, you know, uh, uh, not uh, try to give sort of like false statements. And I, I think um, that it's sort of like, a, that's a common kind of thing, I suppose, everyone sort of like experiences growing up, not only to like say to their 
our, our personal lives, but you know, they've heard of it, you know, like, uh, I, I mean, other people close to his life and all the other families, you know, they've been similar kind of our kind of situations like that. So I'd like to thank um, uh, Brother Savio, Brother um, Savio, uh, Savio's reflection upon that night is pasting to all my, um, uh, to my cousins and stuff that are from around uh, overseas. So, you know, they um, kind of, um, and they, I, Always, they like to re, uh, they enjoy reading these kind of reflections and um, uh, wisdom, and you know, being fed by the Word of God. When uh, you know, it sort of like uh, opens up their horizons as well. So um, it keeps it keeps our soul in good stead. I just like also to thank the Lord that um, to give us a good week at work. Keep our and the angels and our administering spirits that always keeps us also at work and every around us, everywhere around us, even our families, and, uh, keep us safe. I'd like to thank the Lord for the time at night we have, a, and in the morning, so even during any time in the day and our work breaks that we can have just a, like a private conversation of Thanksgiving and, and keep our families and keep the precious blood of Jesus um, cover us all with the precious blood of Jesus and everything we do and you know thank God the holy our holy um Christmas prayer group from around the world here in Australia and um in every four corners of the world where they be and all the people who he who our holy father loves and um keeps everyone safe and also keep us um keep us praying for those ones who are unsaved and uh, those ones who are suffering from around the world who are, you know, need of um, help, who are um, encountering, you know, bad weather, um, wars, uh, that the our Father in heaven and ministering spirits so uh, saving those and hearing their prayers and uh, bringing these people uh, back to him. And I suppose in, in our times when we are suffering, the uh, people somehow sort of like get a sort of like I uh, hear from at work, you know, there's um, for, for some reason that they can um, say, mention something about, you know, what's, you know, I wonder what's really happening. And sort of like it, it gets into a like a, on a subject of the supernatural. And I think they sense that there is a creator that, uh, that's around and his voice is sort of like always. Uh, it's getting more clear and louder to those people, even though they um, some that haven't believed in him. He has that power to reach these people in so many ways. And I thank the Lord for hearing our prayers and the Holy Spirit interceding for these people who are in need, who are in need and bringing back to restoring and restoration. I'd like to thank our Lord for always being a faithful and with one, only one true God, even the devil knows that. So I'd like to thank everyone. I thank the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group and Brother Russell's and Sister Shanine's teachings. They're really inspiring. And uh, it's always joyful to um, start the day and every morning and even go, go to bed um, to look forward to, you know, having a good night's sleep in the, in the 
the Lord's presence in our dreams and covering us with the precious, his precious blood and protecting us from every you know, spiritual attacks and keeping our and our families safe. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Amen. Would anyone else like to share their testimony? Brother Vivek, I would just like to say thank you. Ever-living Father, thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for this precious moment we can be in your presence. Thank you for the beautiful praise and worship time with you. Thank you for the morning reflections, the daily morning reflections. Thank you for all your blessings. You are a faithful God. You have been a sure help in all my struggles. What the enemy meant for harm, you changed it for my good. And so I praise you, Father. Now that my husband and I are retired, I thank you for supplying our daily needs and taking care of us. Thank you for taking care of my daughter living abroad all these years for your protection and setting your angels guard over her, for helping her in her studies and for her excellent results. Thank you for never leaving me nor forsaking me for strengthening me with your right hand, especially at times when I wanted to give up. It's your love and presence that kept me going. Thank you for covering me and my family during our recent vacation and for taking care of all our needs right from the time of our travel to the airport to receiving our baggage on time and your favor all the way. Thank you, Father. Praise you. Bless you. Glorify your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yes, go ahead. I want to praise and thank you, Father. Praise and thank you, Jesus. And praise and thank you, Holy Spirit. Love you. Thank you for taking care of everything for my recent trip to Thailand with my younger sister from Mumbai. We went to live with our elder sister who lives in Bangkok. I claim Exodus 33, 14. The Lord's presence was with me throughout my vacation, making every arrangement uh, we needed to have, a, uh, you know, a COVID test just 72 hours before we left, which was not there, but it just happened to come, become military. And uh, we did not know how to go about it, but I just lifted up because I took that, you know, his presence is with me, I know and I know, and I'm at rest. And so suddenly I get a call from some uh, somebody known, and he says, you don't have to worry. He gave us the number, and he said, you just go there. And earlier, other clinics and uh, hospitals were charging us almost 3,000 baht, which is a lot of money. And he said, no, you don't have to worry. I think they will only charge you about the 1,000 bucks. And everything went on very beautifully. We found our way, and God was with us. Amen. Thank you. And this vacation of mine has been a very perfect plan for me. And most of the bounding and renewing my relationship with my late brother's family since a very, very long time due to situations, misunderstandings and circumstances, we were cut off for a long time. I praise and thank you, Lord, for it. because a chance to meet my, my sister-in-law and her family. And my sister's two sons were visiting her from the States very long gap again, 
and it was truly a beautiful time sharing, having meals, and now we are connected. Every, I believe that everything happens in his time. Thank and praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful testimony. Thank you, Lord, for sharing this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, sister, for sharing. Praise God. Praise the Lord, Vivek. I'd like to give praise and thanks to the Lord. He's so beautiful. Just to thank him for the very breath that we have, that we can give him praise and worship for the, all the miracles that he performed during the week, just for the gift of each other and the gift to have the Lord in our life, that we can share the Lord with others. The power of his word is just incredible, that we can speak and change what is happening out there. And I praise and thank him for the, the, for the powerful teaching tonight. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be hard-hitting, and it's going to renew our minds. So we just praise and thank the Lord for all the prayers answered on this prayer group. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Shaheen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, who would like to go next and give a strong testimony about what the Lord is doing in your life, how the word of God is shaping your life, and how you're living a victorious and powerful life. Yeah, brother. This is Lucy yes, Fernandez from Lucy Fernandez from India. I wanted to thank and praise the Lord last week, but I couldn't attend the meeting since I had a, a urgent catering work. But now I want to testify. All praise and glory to God. First and foremost, I want to thank Lord for the life, for my family and me, and for blessing us. My daughter-in-law didn't have a job for eight years. From the time she got married, the world is to question. She's an electronics engineer. No job, no child. And for six months, my, my son had gone to US now last year. He got a job through company. He was working in the US. Suddenly, I joined this meeting eight months back. Suddenly, there was a vacancy last six months, which they didn't tell me. And she applied for that. She did all the courses, what they wanted. And she was on a temporary period for six months. On a, just one day before her anniversary, she gave me the news. Mama, I got a job in the same company where your son is, son is working, my son, in the U.S. And there was joy in her face. She said, no, Mama, I'm relieved. I said, don't worry, baby. One more thing, what you're asking, always I'm praying for you. But you'll get a child also, don't worry. Let the world talk. I know God has his own time and own plans. He will give in right time in his time. I thank and praise the Lord for whatever he's doing to my family and me. And also, from the time I joined this prayer meeting, they all questioned me one thing. Lucy, you're glowing. You're looking very fresh. You're not looking sick like before. I said, this is a weapon when I joined this prayer meeting. I enjoy listening to my brother Vivek's talks, Russell's morning and encounter that I attend, reflection of Savio's. And of course, Rosary, I was doing daily. 
with my family, with Divine Mercy, with Ahims. But these things have touched me so much that I don't feel like missing on my Fridays. First, I used to avoid, I used to give an excuse to serve you. But now, I take time and I see that I want to sit and attend. Whether I can't sit too long, but I see that God gives me strength to listen to the word of God. And I told many of the people when they were asking me this question, I showed them this link, you are joint. If you're not able to attend, see the recording. And they said, thank you, Lucy, for that. For this, I praise and glory to God. It is not I who is doing. It is Jesus. And I thank all this group, especially you all, Brother Vivek, Russell, Jeanette, I serve you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Lucy. What a touching testimony. Amen. God's grace and glory upon you. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking through you straight away. As you were speaking, I felt a powerful anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. How many of you felt? Brother Vivek, I want to pray in the group. I also pray my daughter may conceive a child. I already did the agreement with Savio. Okay, let's let's agree, Father God, in the name of Jesus, with Lucy in Matthew 18, 19, we agree that her daughter-in-law has conceived a child and given birth to a healthy child. Father, whatever we ask in the name of Jesus is always an answered prayer. Two of us have agreed upon it on earth. And we all agree and we put an amen there and we will testify amen. as a group. This is for the glory of God. Lord, it's for your glory. And your name is in front, Lord. Your name is honored. Your name, Jesus, is honored right here. And at your name, everything bows. We command every situation to change and let there be that conception in her daughter's womb. Lord. You'll see a healthy child. And this same sister, her same daughter-in-law will come on this very group and testify about the glory of God in our life that she has got her. We know, Lord, that whatever we ask in prayer is already an answered prayer. And we thank you, Lord, and believe with one spirit that this prayer has answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Sister, congrats. Your daughter's delivered. Daughter-in-law is delivered. Also, also, brother, also, also, brother, there were so many people in the eight years questioning me and eating my daughter's head. You didn't get a job. You didn't have a child. It is only mother was listening and the wife, my daughter. I just, I was just surrendering to God. God, you touch her, and you only see she was getting all jobs in call centers. But my son didn't wanted to send her there. He wanted her life profession because she's electronics engineer, and my son is company engineer. So he wanted that line only. And God gave in the same company where my son is working. Now they go together. Brother, together they go, together they come. And they're so happy in their life. That is a joy enough for me, Lord. Now only I'm praying, as I told you, brother, the child will make them more happy in their family. And they themselves will come in this group. I pray to Amen. God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Please share your this this group with other people, bless other people, and I promise you. Yes, you yes, brother, you. yes, I do, I do. They see my changes, though, they keep on asking me, what is a tonic, what is a weapon? I tell them. They say, you're looking so nice, so fresh. 
not like before I tell them, brother, I tell so many. Because I was acting my mother in my parish now. I gave up that remedy. It was that I have to go. Thank you, brother. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, sister. Yeah. Yes, anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God. Good evening, brother and everyone. Uh, yeah, I would like to give my testimony. like to praise and thank the Lord for this week that has gone past. And for all the blessings on my family and all my family members in this Brisbane group. You can see so many testimonies coming up. And I know it's all because of answered prayers. And I can see how the agreement prayers are coming into being. Uh, uh, this week was not very easy for me. Uh, it has been really challenging, but I like to thank the Lord because I got time. I went uh, over the weekend for the Divine UK. Uh, Father Joseph had come down to Melbourne and I prayed that, oh Lord, I don't want to get any work because I want to go for this three-day yes. retreat. And the Lord made it possible for me. And I went all the three days. And it really brought peace and happiness into my heart. And I continued with the same spirit from Monday. But on and off, it was like, you know, because of work, I came back from vacation. There was work not favoring me. But I kept thanking the Lord. And the more it troubled me, the more I was listening to the previous uh, sessions that I had missed out. And I completed all the five sessions. And I seen how I commanded the angels to go forth and, you know, get the right job for whoever is looking out. And I've seen so actively how Brother Russell plays in the morning and even for the evening rosary, how they lift up all these petitions and I can see how it is coming into reality. The word is becoming flesh. I like to thank the Lord for that because I've just seen like a miracle this week because I was getting organized for one interview. It got canceled. And then suddenly from nowhere, Destiny Helper just called me, told me to contact somebody on Thursday. And that lady, she told me that, you know, I got a good response uh, review of yours from so-and-so person and can you please come in uh, any day for an interview and within half an hour I left and I went for that interview and uh, she was happy for me to you know accept the job then but I told her I need to you know think about it the main thing is I just wanted to pray over it because I didn't want to take any decision I wanted the Lord to guide me and you know to really I wanted his will to be done. And uh, 
today she offered me just to come to the Montessori and be there, spend time just to see whether I'm really, you know, wanting. She said, just come and have a look at it and see how you feel. And uh, I went today and I was really impressed. Like, you know, without even knowing whatever knowledge I have, but they're just ready to offer me like whatever, you know, they want me to learn and, you know, grow from there. And I just thank the Lord for that. Like, because all interviews, they test what I know and what I can do. Uh, but this place was completely different. And uh, and even after I came home, she again called back, you know, to negotiate whatever she had spoken to me. And uh, she said, uh, if you yet need time, you can take your time and, you know, come back to me. Uh, but then I gave her my word and I said, okay, I will go with it. And uh, she was very happy for that. She said, because even whatever feedback I got from my staff, they said, like, we want this teacher to be there. So I'm happy and we will start with the paperwork. So I praise and thank the Lord for that. I, this is just a miracle. And like even today morning, I did an agreement prayer with my sisters just for the Lord to guide me, you know, to take that big step which I was very reluctant because of what happened from last time. Uh, but I even sent an agreement prayer, the same prayer to Sister Janela. And because I know like we are such a strong, connected family, and I know all these prayers have been answered, and I'd like to praise and thank the Lord. And I'm sure next Friday I'll come with a bigger testimony of sure. everything that has gone well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I also like to thank uh, the Lord for the gift of life of my daughter, who's going to be 21 tomorrow. This is the first year she's not with us, but we have seen her settle down so well, so independent, and it's all by God's grace. Uh, because I know she gives more time to her studies, but I only tell her, she. I know she's only very strong on one verse that I tell her, just keep saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And she she really is strong on that verse of the Lord. And I praise and thank God for that gift. And I know very soon she too will, you know, come and testify on this group. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hello, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane. Yes. My throat is bad. I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by with her, for all his blessings, for his favor upon each and every member of my family. I can say the each day the graces are increasing. They are new every day. And I want to thank the Lord, Holy Spirit, for, for his blessings. Uh, he, my, for, <coughs> fulfill each of my promises for his mighty hand upon each and every one of our family brother. I want to thank the Holy Spirit for <clears throat> bringing me live for the morning encounters. That was my desire for, for a long time. Usually I used to hear the recording, but I used to ask the Holy Spirit to wake me up, but I couldn't. But uh, once when I was live, I asked the Holy Spirit, I don't want to hear the recording. I want to be live every day. And I don't know how he wakes up, me, wakes me up. I am live for the morning encounters. And I thank the Holy Spirit for that, for waking, waking up every day. 
Very nice. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> not even speak. Yesterday, was, my throat was very bad. I was not well, but still I was able to get up for the morning encounter as brother. And thank the Holy Spirit for his blessings. Uh, each day, I, I can say each day, the blessings are increasing and I'm not the same what, what I was yesterday. <clears throat> Praise God. The Lord is using you mightily, Jane, and continue because that's a very powerful mission you've got of bringing Christ, writing his word and reflecting on his word and bringing up the verses that are touching people's hearts all across the world. So, God's grace upon you and your family. And remember, when God's favor chases you, you can do nothing. You speak anything, you do anything, God's favor will always go ahead of you. And that's, the, that's how favor comes. His favor is not because of what you and I do. It's because of what God has, Jesus has done for us on the cross. The moment you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's when grace comes upon us. And as I said, blessings is what we discussed last time. Mercy is what God gives or what we were supposed to get for punishment, but God chooses to have mercy upon us. But the blessings is a combination of both grace and mercy. And that favor that comes upon you is always going to chase us and overtake us. So that's upon you, Jane, and upon every person of this Holy Spirit of Brisbane Prayer Group and their families. The favor will always follow. In fact, in fact, every situation the devil may plan for evil will turn for your best in life. In fact, it will turn for the good. So blessings will only come and only chase you. Be ready to be chased by your blessing. So this is the power that God is giving us tonight. Blessings are going to chase us. And when we are walking, they are going to chase us so much that we'll wonder from where all these blessings have come. Amen. So that is God's word in our life. And that is the power of having a renewed mind. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sister. Anything else? Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with this wonderful week. Thank you, Lord, for the breath of life and for keeping me and my family alive today. Thank you, Lord, for the healing touch on our daughter who was very sick last evening throughout the night. And in the middle of the night, we had to take her to the hospital. Thank you, Lord, for guiding us to the hospital. Thank you for making arrangements for the nurses and the doctors through whom they took care of my daughter. Thank you, Lord, for the destiny helpers who you have brought into our lives. Thank you for the signs of change and the renewal of our minds that you're bringing about. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings and the fulfillment of prayers of agreements that are made in our family and in our prayer group. Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom and your guidance in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings and favor that is chasing us wherever we go. Thank you, Lord, for working together for our good in every situation in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brothers. Thank you, Jesus, for the wonderful week that has gone by, for teaching me so many things, for your hand of favor upon me, and for all the good things that have happened in, in my life this week. I thank and praise you for keeping me alive, for the breadth of life, Lord. 
for the wonderful things, for the little things and the little miracles that I see daily. And I thank you, Lord, for these little things of life. And you teach me every day that the little things of life are the most important because these are the things that really matter in life. Not the very biggest miracles, but the very little ones where you see little things just forking out for you, reaching your office on time, doing everything, getting more sales, getting deals cracked, thanking God for the food on the table. Itself is such a blessing that we have food on the table for eating a nourishing food for blessing our finances, blessing us with everything that we need and keeping us happy as a praying family. I thank you, Lord, for making me a part of this Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group where I can, you give me a chance, Lord, to open my mouth and speak your word, Lord. I know it's not me doing it. It's your very spirit, Lord. It's your spirit that speaks through me. And as I always say, God needs a body because God is spirit. He needs a body and needs someone's tongue, a mouth to speak. And that's all the Lord needs. Are we ready to give our body our time to the Lord so that he uses us for his mission on this earth? We are his hands and his feet. We are his word that we speak. He uses us to speak the word from our mouths. So that word comes to pass. And when this truth comes in and we realize his favor chases us. Remember, we, we serve a very faithful God, a very, very faithful God. If we walk one steps ahead in his direction, he will take 100 steps ahead of us. And that is how favor starts coming upon us. When we work for the Lord, he starts blessing us. And suddenly we see things that even were turned for were evil, evil, absolute evil, turn in our favor and for our good. God is the God of our impossible. Let us always remember to work for him, bring souls for him, invite other people for the prayer meetings, do what is good in the eyes of the Lord, live a holy life and read the word daily, not just one day, daily. Let that word soak in and change our lives. And that change will be seen. You will start glowing like a person. People will love you, not because of anything. They'll just love you because you become like a magnet of love where you attract people. Thank you, Jesus. Teach us not to be selfish, Lord, but always give us Christ you gave. And anyone who gives will always be blessed all their life. Father, thank you for teaching us. Thank you and praise you, Lord, for all the wonderful warriors we have on spread group and for all the ministry we serve and for all the lay people who are part of this group who may not even be in the forefront, but they do it, this very work of evangelization by sharing these meetings, the teachings, morning encounters, the divine rosary and blessings, divine mercy and rosary, and the Friday Bible teachings and Brother Savio's powerful reflections with so many people all across the world. Thank and praise you, Lord. We bless everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? I'll go next, Brother Vivek. Yes, let's go. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, I just wanted to thank God 
uh, our father our heavenly father jesus's son and the holy spirit for the gift of life i think every day in the morning when i wake up uh i don't know it's become a habit for me or as soon as i open my eyes to say jesus i love you and i feel so good because i think he deserves all the love um and then i can think about anything else about my day about surrendering my day about you know bringing him into my life for the day but more importantly i think i wanted to use this platform to give him glory and honor he is so great and he is so mighty and he is so wonderful and he is so amazing uh because i testified last week that i was going for some scans and and i testified that it will be clear and he never forsakes he god god never forsakes you he i think joshua joshua 19 says do not be afraid um do not be discouraged i am with you i will never leave you nor forsake you uh but and that is so true that is so true the moment you cling on to that he will never leave you he will never forsake you and that is so true in in what in the scan results that have come through and and i don't know i just no matter what what i go through i think um every minute of the day uh i don't know there there was one particular day as i was doing my walks i just i i had all these aches and pains and all i know that i all i know that i was doing during that walk was i must have said it i don't know um, uh, i haven't counted but i just kept repeating and repeating lord i'm surrendering this to you lord i'm surrendering this to you lord i'm surrendering this to you i just kept repeating and repeating and like it just went into like like stuck record mode and and i don't know i started to feel better i came home and like i you know i had my shower and immediately i was so drawn to take my bible okay what do you have for me today what can i listen to what what are you going to tell me what are you going to talk to me i want to hear you you know talk your servant is listening it was like it's it, it's um it's just amazing i i i i just don't have words to explain the relationship that that i'm building with god and 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 i and this is so infectious because i have a the reason i don't stay fully for the wednesday rosaries because uh, i have the church bible study and i don't go i i mean i am I, i don't think i'm a preacher as yet i don't think i have the capability but i think my real life examples are enough and i can see the change in those people they have started to do what 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 some of us are doing and that i think is a is is a big achievement is a big step towards evangelization so i just uh, oh my god i just wanted to give god all the glory and i haven't finished but um throughout this week um i was reading this bible with all these thoughts yes the devil will come in he'll try he's trying his level best uh i don't know he i told god you and i together we are a formidable force we're not going to let him <laughs> so we are going to fight him i said and um and i said uh, throughout the week i, w- I had one in one of the chapters during midweek in my bible was trusting in god and uh, i i saw that the only way i think you can have your faith uh, rekindled and taken to another level is uh, by you know i and the, the person who explained it couldn't have explained it better so i won't rob his words i'll clearly say that it was it was this person but i think it stuck to me uh he he said feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death and i absolutely loved it because i said and how do i feed my faith 
because i will keep my faith through the through the scriptures uh, and which are so deep rooted in my heart and i know and i know and I, sometimes i may not know okay what do i say for this and but immediately i'll either google or i'll take my bible and i'll say okay well, you know for this particular thing so surely surely there is a there is a promise in the bible surely and i have to get it and so i do that and one reassuring thing is uh, especially when i was going through all this i said jesus i said your word 365 times in the bible you've said do not be afraid that is once a day you're telling me not to be afraid so why should i be afraid you know so i yeah, brother vivek i can keep singing his praises and it will never be enough but i just wanted to say uh thank you god and i give there's so much appreciation coming at work and i give it all back to the lord and i go back to brother vivek's words nothing of me lord but everything of you everything of you and i thank you that um you know i i get to be fed with the word from brother russell in the morning it's such an amazing way to start the day um it kick starts your day into something that's blissfully beautiful uh sometimes i honestly feel that i said it last week and i'm saying it this week but sometimes i honestly feel that oh my god this message is for me does even know my mind uh you know it's it's that it's it's that real for me and the 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 um, uh, reflections of our brother savio and now i've been managing to somehow make it to the rosary group last week which i think is really good and for the bible teachings and for the praise and worship and all of everybody that is part of this uh, amazing group that's helping us grow in faith and and building edifying each one of us to be the better versions of who we are all for god's kingdom and glory amen thank you sister thank you jesus thank you lord thank you lord thank you jesus beautiful testimony thank you lord. Yes. Anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God? The brother, I'll share my testimony. I'll keep it short and quick as well. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. So I just want to thank the Lord in general for everything about me, everything around me, my life. The the very fact that um, I have the privilege to be part of this prayer group and to come closer to Him, to experience that presence, that relationship, and then all the revelations that He pours. through the word as he keeps joining the dots it is such a beautiful experience when you get to know more and more of him and then he says it is what you know of me is what then governs what happens around you in the way you speak and pray about it so my testimony is of not of this week that is almost finishing now but it's of last week gone by where at my workplace things have just been <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Father, let your mercy be upon this sister and her family. Let your grace turn everything around. We believe in Romans eight twenty eight. Lord, those who call upon your name, you said it in your word. You will not go back on it. Those who call upon your name cannot end up in shame. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus.
Jesus. Lord, your name be praised forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If there's someone who needs prayer, uh, can you unmute and I would, I would like to pray right now. If there's anyone who wants to uh, who wants a prayer, who's the person? Can you please unmute? Um. Dustin, from where is it coming? Uh, there's no mic unmuted, so I'm not sure where that. How oh, this voice is coming from? Where is it coming? Yeah, I'm not sure. There's no mic that's unmuted. It's only you and me. Yeah, there's so there's nothing here. Some kind of lag coming. It happened earlier as well. Oh, oh, praise God, Lord. Lord. Yeah, some kind Lord, of Lord. lag. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Yeah, this was about my. My testimony is about a situation in my workplace where in the previous week, there was just series of different things happening where, which were beyond my circumstance, my control. And yet the, the person responsible for all the mistakes that were happening turned out to be on you know, with my name on it. And it looked like it would be a dangerous spot, a difficult situation where I would have to stand up and then have to explain why things were going is they were like just series of unforced errors that were happening within the team randomly. And then as they were happening there, uh, the Holy Spirit showed me that it was a spiritual attack. And so I had to go into prayer mode. So in prayer mode, the first thing is humble ourselves, ask forgiveness, surrender to God. And then he said, now is your time. Speak, say to this mountain. Keep on saying. saying, as long as you can speak, keep on saying. So I kept saying to that mountain and I remembered and kept quoting Mark eleven twenty three, where he said, the first thing he said, which is again linked with Matthew 21, 21 as well, where he said, if you have faith, you can say the same thing and do to this fig tree that I did. But moreover, you can say to the mountain. So I kept saying about and to that situation. And at the same time, I also was given uh, a remembrance of Exodus 11, verse 3, which says the Lord gave his people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, in the sight of everyone that sought to oppress them. I held on to that verse and said, Lord, I stand up. I speak against this situation. I call favor on my life, even from those who are looking to corner me. I call on Exodus 11, verse 3. It kept hanging on to that. The whole week went by across over the weekend as well kept holding on to those words and said that the important thing to remember there for me was, which he revealed to me as well in that previous week. And I took it on one of our morning encounters as well, Revelation 19, which says his name, he is called faithful. So no matter how much the devil kept saying, you are done, you are in the corner now, your neck is going to be squeezed. I kept saying, my God is faithful. And he kept saying, speak it doesn't matter what the, the devil speaks, you keep speaking over him. And I kept on holding, keep on speaking. This week, as Romans 8.28 says, everything turns around 
for your good, for the good of those who love you. And I said, Father, I know you love me. And the Bible, your word says you are faithful. So this situation is turning around for me in my favor. I spoke that favor. I experienced that favor. I live it today. Thank you, Jesus. Everything turned around. Every, every single situation turned around. Where it looked like the management would call me for an answer. They congratulated me because other things turned around in a different way. Like there were certain records that were broken this week. So thank you, Jesus, for that favor upon my life. Thank you, Father. He is faithful. And there's, there's one more secret I'd like to give each one of you as part of this prayer. You've probably heard it in the morning encounters if you are following it. Every time I keep on saying, thank you, Lord. We raise this our request at our altar of answered prayer. I am speaking that altar of answered prayer into our prayer group. I want each of you to keep speaking that over your prayer life as well. When you say, Lord, this is an answered prayer. This I raise it at my altar of answered prayer. Yes. So that everyone that prays at this altar, prays at this prayer group, no matter who you are, where you are, we keep on speaking. This is our altar of answered prayer. So whoever prays at that altar must get an answer in, the, in what they have asked for. That is our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. We know that you make it possible for us. That is our faith. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, brother, you can go with that uh, announcements as well because we've got to finish this teaching tonight. Yeah, I'd just like to um, introduce a warm welcome, extend a warm welcome to all those that are joining our prayer meeting for the first time. If you are new to this group, or if you are attending our sessions regularly, the last few sessions maybe, or have been attending for a long time and have not joined us on Telegram, we have a prayer group on Telegram as well. I'll share that link in the chat now as soon as I finish announcements so that you can click that link, download the Telegram app on your phone from the App Store, click that link and you can join the prayer group where you can share your prayer requests with others and you can pray with others as well. Be fed through all the different reflections and the sessions that are uh, posted there in links and in recordings. We hold daily morning encounters with the Lord at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, 365 days a year. We also hold um, daily rosary at rosary and divine mercy sessions on Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time in the, on Monday to Thursday. And on Fridays, it's in the afternoon at 3 p.m. because we have this Bible study session in the evening starting from 5.30 p.m. with praise and worship on uh, 5.30 p.m. onwards. We also have Brother Savio's powerful reflections that are shared on all our social media channels. So that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on our YouTube page as well. So if you are being blessed by those, please share them. If you have not encountered them, I encourage you to read them every day. I know a lot of people use this in their family prayer every day, and it's blessing them mightily. Those are direct downloads from the Spirit that come straight speaking to your practical everyday life circumstances. That's what those encounters are. Do not miss them. And all these recordings of sessions, in case you aren't able to attend them live, at the Friday Bible study, the daily rosary and divine mercy, the morning encounters as well are stored on our YouTube page. They're stored on our Spotify podcast channel. And the links are also posted on our Facebook page. And if you do not have the I confess boldly scriptures that were recited earlier this evening, I'll post the link to that one as well now shortly. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir, you can. We have Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. Please. Thank you, Jesus. 
So as we say this, let us all boldly declare it, believing in our hearts that the words that leave our mouth, we herald our faith because whatever goes from our mouth is already an answered prayer. It will come back and only get what we have asked for. Thank you, Jesus. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and will achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Thank you, Jesus. And send it out in, the, in faith, in the name, in the precious name of Jesus. Father, as I speak your word today, I cover and see every thought, every thing that comes out from my mouth, every word that comes out, let it be only for your glory. Let there be nothing of me in everything of you. Take all of me, Lord. Locate me in your mercy. As I speak your word as a humble servant, serving you all the days of my life to do exactly what you will for me. I repent of every sin I would ever commit in the flesh, in thoughts, words, and deeds. And I forgive every person, Lord, who have hurt me. Because that's what you have asked us to do. And I ask for your mercy and grace as I preach your word, your living word, that spiritual mana that comes out, comes from heaven and feeds your lambs. Father, I thank you for this wonderful privilege. It's such a great privilege to speak your word. It is you on my lips that leave my mouth. All glory and honor to you and your holy name alone. And may the precious blood of Jesus be upon my thoughts, words, and upon every person so that they are not distracted. Neither do they leave, but just totally are focused on this very teaching. That is the life changer. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we are going to do something called one of the most powerful topics that has helped so many of us and including me, the power of a renewed mind. The first question I have for you is, can we choose our thoughts? Can we choose our thoughts? Okay, second question. How do we get thoughts in the first place? What gets us those thoughts in our mind? So what gets us thinking about those thoughts? How those thoughts come in? Question again. Amen. 
I'm asking this because this is the deepest of how we go into it. So someone has to get into it to answer this because how does those thoughts actually come in? Yes, thanks, thanks, sister, for that. But for past experiences, yes, hopes, desires, faithfulness. What else? What gets us those thoughts? How do those thoughts suddenly come in? Okay, I'll give you one example. Fear brings, okay, let's get one fear thought, okay? Like when we are young, many people said, never go to the cemetery in the night because there are ghosts. Okay, this is a spoken word by somebody. You know, when we were young, I don't know how many of you, you know, someone would say. And so when you associate a cemetery or any of that place, you don't like to go in the night because there are ghosts or spirits moving around. Okay, and that's after 12 in the night only. Correct? Yes. Now, who has said this thing? Does it, is it anywhere is written that you pass by the cemetery at 12 o'clock, there'll be one ghost. So the ghost cannot come in the morning. The spirits are only there in the night. They only come in the night. Are we getting this? Yes. Someone has told us, and that thought has remained, and that word, that's absolutely right, Matthew. This is words of people create that fear thought. If I tell you, do not go on this particular lane, if you go on this particular lane on this so-and-so day, then what will happen? This There is an evil person pa passing on that particular lane and he is murdering people. So don't go in that particular lane. Would you go? No. Now, what is happening? Fear comes from a spoken word. Okay, that word becomes a thought. The thought becomes a desire in your heart and that flares up a pattern. And once the pattern comes in, you start believing in what that is. So whether you are, you know, someone, suppose you are passing by and, you know, in a car, even if you're traveling and someone says, oh, that's a cemetery and it's after 12 in the night, what will happen to you? Suddenly that fear pattern will get activated and you'll start, you know, suddenly shaking nothing has changed you were just there is something that has moved you because someone has spoken that word over your life are you getting this yes so i just say this over the years god has taught me one thing and i've learned a lot from his word and one of the revelations that has impacted my life the most is to do with our thoughts now remember the devil always plays uh, in our mind and so it's all about the battlefield of the mind. Okay. So simply put it, we can choose our thoughts and think the things on purpose, the way we want to think it. Okay. We had an exercise and, you know, we, I think for people who have not done the exercise, we can still do it. Savio, yes. can you volunteer? Okay. Yeah, sure. I, as, as I, can you think in your mind, you know, the numbers, 1 to 100. Can you do that? Yes. Loudly think in your mind, okay? You're not going to speak it out. Okay? Now, I'm going to say, Hallelujah. You repeat after me. Hallelujah. 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 Keep on going in praise. Keep on saying Hallelujah. 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 
Okay, Savio, where is your thinking? Where is it now? Where is the mind? Which number are you? On the the number is is forgotten. Lost track of the number because the focus is on what I'm speaking. So I'm what I'm saying is the spoken word more powerful than thought? Yes. Can you fight a thought with a thought? I'm asking you a question here. and many of us as christians try fighting thoughts with thoughts and that's where we feel miserably because if your parent had said you know do not do such a thing there is danger is it god's word is it written in the word of god see many of us do not no. see god's word and don't follow his word but follow what people tell us and their thoughts have influence over our life okay before i get in here i want to ask you suppose your parent has said this that you are a failure and you will never succeed in life they never meant it but they used to always call you useless all throughout your childhood he said oh you useless child fit good for nothing always always doing this hey you now people do not know because there is no renewing of mind and you feel that's an okay statement you can keep saying it it's not a problem everybody says are you getting it the, throughout childhood you have only been said that you're not good you're not good enough now you have grown up and that thought pattern of the world has remained with you so wherever you go in life you always see that you're not good enough because that pattern is with you that thought has remained with you and it keeps coming back if you see the boss talking to you and say hey you're not good enough that thing hits you and you say yes my mom and my dad had told me this when i was young and see how true they were even the boss is saying it your spouse also may say it your children may say it and you live your whole life based on that lie of the devil and you're living that life continuously believing you're investing every word also from your life into that pattern because you believe that your parents had said it your friends have said it means it must be true and because of that now you cannot experience that freedom because you are in a chain you are bound by the lies of satan and this is called a stronghold are we getting this yes so a stronghold means you are in a prison where there are thoughts that keep coming and keep hitting you continuously 24/7 they are hitting you hitting you and you are allowing it by speaking the word and allowing those thought patterns to come in the devil all he needs is your permission for you to say please come and the moment you allow him to come he comes with his whole family he is a free loader and he comes and stays days after days for years sometimes decades after decades and people wonder why they don't get jobs why they don't get children why they don't get answered prayer why they don't get anything i've been counseling so many people and i remember counseling a couple once and they said once to me that their own father said to the son that you will never ever get a child and he was drunk when he said it and i i was shocked that such a statement could have come by own parent but what really happens is 
sometimes why when we don't have the word in us we think it's normal do you agree brother sahib yes it's it's easy to give bad words to your children or abuse or say anything and you feel it's a normal thing everybody does it what is brother vivek what are you talking this is how the world is how many of you are relate to this put an amen if you relate to this parents who are not renewed with god's word they must have gone to church they must have prayed but the word of god never renewed their mind they always spoke negative over our life said you will always fail you will not be good in studies because you are always a failure and that has kept going on and on in our life to such an extent that at our workplace also it shows up at our marriage it shows up whenever we are got a task it shows up wherever we go that shows up because that pattern follows are not good enough the very thought that hits my i've got a senior leadership role i'm going to i'm going to fail badly in this one are we getting this yes so tonight what we are trying to do is understanding this is where all things change so in other words one thing is important i don't have to just think whatever satan puts into my mind or whatever comes into my mind and exactly as you said it is not just the spoken word also it is our own senses if you see the tv every night every day somebody is killing everyone what happens in your mind is there thoughts of peace violence if there is peace joy happiness you go put the tv on oh this is a war 100 people died go that said some people were shot there some go that said there are fights go that said there are losses everyone is there are bloodsheds killings all those kind of things when you see all that daily violence and hatred how can they be thoughts of joy and peace in your life you have chosen it. so there's an input it's directly coming from your eyes and from the ears amen amen so where this says that where the mind goes the man follows proverbs 23 was 7 if you go there and you take me to the amplified of this one please Twenty-three was seven. This topic is life-changing for someone. It changed my life, my pattern, and it helped me to renew my mind according to God's word. And today, I pray the same thing happens to all of us, including myself, so that I get more renewed by this very. Amen. Yes, go ahead. For as he thinks in his heart. so is he in behavior yeah, actually, yeah yeah go ahead in behavior in behavior one who manipulates he says to you eat and drink yet in his heart is not with you but it is be grudging the cost so here the first part is what we actually have to look at as he thinks in his heart so is he okay so if you see it clearly says where the mind goes the man follows now if your mind tells you do like this what happens many time you do it yes you follow what your mind tells you it says take a drink for a person who drinks i'm not saying that you know it's it's such a thing but a person who has been a drunkard all his life and has come out of alcohol and someone meets him and says just have one peg 
Now one peg can cost him his family. How many of you agree with me? Yes, definitely. Okay, and and go to that person who has given that peg to that man, and he knows that this is the end of not him but this whole family. Because there'll be fights, there'll be all things, there'll be all kinds of horrible things in their family. The daughters won't get married because the name gets spoiled of the of that family, and there are no proposals for the children. and they are an outcast but it all started with one man coming and saying have a peg and then he thinks in his mind oh yeah i should have one peg what you lose just one peg nothing is going to change just one peg after you finish that first peg is you have one more today is a saturday any which way your wife can drive you home and soon it's a bottle and that man said okay look it's good keep doing it don't worry you're in control once in a way it's okay you know to drink once a week and then it becomes once a day and then it becomes morning afternoon evening night and the whole day now the question here is do we have a choice to say no yes if in 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 john chapter 10 verse 10 the devil comes to steal kill and destroy let's understand the pattern of this of satan the first pattern is to steal stealing you is to steal you of your joy okay the joy in you is stolen when the joy is stolen jesus is that joy in you when that is stolen out of you what really happens the second part is kill killing is basically you start doing the things that are normal like somebody watching you know evil things on the tv okay which you are not supposed to watch with your children and you feel it's normal are we getting this yes so it's normal to give bad words dirty bad words in front of your children and and to everyone you meet you're just spilling out venom by speaking all those bad words but my question is many people don't even feel it is wrong do you agree with me you and i were yes. there uh, and i believe i was there too are we getting this yes because you just speak it you feel nothing is wrong everyone speaks so what don't be a saint now come on we all have to do this everyone speaks it question here is do i have a choice now with the flesh it is impossible i was counseling a young boy and he lost his mother and this boy always came to me for counseling and he found it very hard he had got into the addiction of pornography and he was so badly addicted to it that he just couldn't come out of it and i prayed with him but he used to go in with a prayer the anointing is to go upon him and then any situation is to come in his life because his father sometimes used to get angry with him again he used to fall in this and then i gave him the word of god and i said look i can as a preacher only help you to this extent but it's the lord who will help and let your mind be renewed by god's word and the first thing i shared with him is 1 corinthians uh, you know 6 verse 19 and 20 when i shared that your body is the temple of the holy spirit this is not your body it belongs to somebody else 
someone who paid the price and bought it for you with blood it's blood money he has paid it in blood and he expects you to take care of it you cannot do anything with this body without his permission from that day that spirit of pornography left and he never went back again so it was this renewing of the mind through god's word that changed his heart it was not me saying oh don't do it it's not good it's not good so many people say it is not good don't drink the moment the word touches you there is change you can't be the same amen amen so where the mind goes the man follows you see god has a wonderful life plan for each and every one of us he is concerned about the hidden heart of man because all he looks at is the heart look at the tax collector and look at the man who was right here who so went into to prayer and he says looks at the tax collector and he says look at that sinner there but what the tax collector does he looks down and says father i'm not even worthy to look up my question here is the righteous man goes there i've done everything i've paid my tithes i've done look at me i've come here and look at that man there he's not even worthy to enter the church whose prayer was heard question tax collector so are we in any way if you fall down the lord is waiting to said he says come back come into the house so the word of god teaches us never to come down because you are not your creation whatever happens in your life there is a plan and purpose that is there and he will turn those situations to good that's what brother russell said favor of god the favor always chases you amen god never came to qualify he came to qualify the unqualified and that's how people came preaching the word of god he chose the fishermen he never chose the learned and the righteous so god has this wonderful plan our inner life is what we think about and like scripture above says the way we think determines how we live and who we are that's why we need to think about what we are really thinking about and at any point of time remember sin always starts with a thought how many of you agree yes the devil never comes in and says oh no 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 you do everything he comes with a thought he says go speak this to this lady or this man they have done bad things to your family give it back but if there is no word inside you what are you having there is no benchmark there is nothing inside you all you will do is just go and vomit out and fight and that fight will turn to something else how does the devil say wow and what the devil does is he puts a person there like we have destiny helpers there are someone called destiny destroyers how many of you know that yes there are destiny destroyers who come to destroy families and destroy destinies the question here is how many of us are going to take the pain and have that relationship with christ not just come friday after friday go to church every day or go for mass on a sunday and say brother what a beautiful life how much of christ is in you is all that matters who is jesus savior to you who is jesus who is jesus 
anyone who is Jesus to you. He's my life, my savior. He is your savior. He is everything. But to me, Jesus is the word, the spoken word of God. I can only know Christ through his word. Are we getting this? Yes. When the word of God comes in, either through a preacher speaking or it comes in through me leading and, you know, meditating upon it, then that relationship with Christ gets activated. So there has to be time spent on understanding him and spending time with him. See, I'll tell you one thing. If you do not have a benchmark of what is right and wrong, then how do you know what is right and wrong? Now, we know the terrorists, terrorists they kill people left, right, center. They kill children and slay them. And they say they're doing this all in the name of religion. Question here is, they feel what they're doing is right. They don't feel anything wrong. Are we getting this? Yes. So there's no difference. If there is no benchmark, if there's no word in you, how do you know what is right or wrong? Are we getting this? Yes. Okay. And the devil does not want you to read the word of God. That is, he'll do everything possible for you not to read the word. You do whatever you want. He says you want anything. You go to church hundred times. That's okay. But don't read the word. That's, that's something I don't want you to do. Because that day, your mind will get renewed. And from that day, salvation will come into your house. Because now you're not having standing on what you are. So someone said, Jesus, he is my Lord. He's my God. He's my Savior. I experience him. But I tell you, if you don't have the word in you, there is nothing in you. And the Holy Spirit builds the temple with a material. The raw material is the word of God that is spoken from our mouth. We have done this over the last few sessions. How do we speak God word in situation? Thank you, Jesus. Okay, as we go ahead, we'll try to understand now. So we should always think about what we're thinking about. Do not allow any dirty thought to come in your mind. The moment it comes in, the first thing the Holy Spirit will say, this is not from me. If you hear the Holy Spirit saying it, rebuke that thought in the name of Jesus. Okay, spirit of death comes in. What do you do? Do you allow it to come in? No. What scripture would you use? I shall not die, but live and proclaim Amen. For the people who understand this, you are to use the scripture. We are called as, see, Christians is a warfare life. It's not an easy life. You walk in and say, oh, beautiful. Jesus paid the price. Everything is good. You are a warfare. The moment you are in Christ, the evil one is working harder to find out ways in which he can trap you. But you have to be in Christ and being in Christ is being in his word and speaking his word over situations. That's what we are called to do. If people understand this, if a thought is not from God, if the Holy Spirit is telling you, you have to nip it in the bud. They say, cut it at that point before it enters. It's poison. It's entering in. He's saying, that's not for me. Speak the word out of it. Speak the word out of your mouth. No weapon fashioned against 
me shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Every tongue that rises up against me, I condemn because this is the heritage of every saint, every believer as spoken in Isaiah 54, 17. I claim this Lord, God of heavens, this is your word that is higher than your name. And it comes to pass. And I march in freedom, Lord, because your word is stronger than anything else. Amen. Now let's go to 10, 2 Corinthians verse 10, verse 4 and 5. Today's teaching will be life-changing for someone who really wants to take it and make their life. This is the most important teaching you would ever get because it's it's in the mind and the whole war, all warfare, spiritual warfare is in the mind. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, go ahead. The weapons of our warfare are not physical. Weapons of flesh and blood are weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. How many of you agree with this? Put an amen to this. This is the most powerful scriptures I've seen in that area of spiritual warfare. Because what it says, not a single thought. What does this mean? A stronghold in the mind is an area of the thinking that the enemy, Satan, has somehow managed to dominate, causing us to believe those lies. And we live in those lies. How many of us believe that today, some of us still say, you're not mature, man. You're still like a baby. And everywhere you go, you act immature. You'll always be a baby. And some, some parents also say, you are a Baba. They don't even call the child by the name. They call them Baba, baby. I'm not saying it's good. You call them. But remember one thing. Your spoken word over your child can make or break your child. A spoken word over your spouse can make or break your spouse. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. And if those thoughts come in and make him or her a type of thing that Satan... Satan just wants a person to act as a destiny destroyer. He in, initiates it and says, look, speak this over this person, over your spouse. Create that rift in that marriage because he wants the marriage to break. That's his, his only, only cause. Create this side of things. And once you start giving into him, he will start dancing, making you dance the way he wants you to dance. That's why I say whenever this testimony time, open your mouth and speak. Because when you speak, you're activating God's word that leaves your mouth. Let his angels and warriors stand up for you because he's a faithful God. When you take one step, he takes 100 more steps in your favor. The problems that would come in your life would never come if you stand up for Christ and for what he does. If you are truly a person who is born again of the spirit, you will stand up for Christ and speak of his glory all the days of your life. 
because someday when we leave this world and go to the lord and when there is judgment day what do you do will you be quiet then in your question what did you do with my body and we are not being questioned in any spirit we are being questioned about what you did with this temple this is the body that house the temple of the holy spirit what are you going to say that's a question for all of us so a stronghold in the mind is an area of a thinking that becomes who we are that pattern has become us a person who has been depressed all his life has never spoken god's word and the devil never allows him to open the mouth and speak because if he speaks he can come out of it so the moment he speaks something some other problem he put in and again get him into that depression so the question here is the truth is god's word has power over depression when we speak the word of god over that situation that situation changes because every situation bows to the word of god and that is the jesus is the spoken word of god so remember one thing somehow satan manages to dominate us and tell us his lies and we believe his lies and live that lie and although they are lies they become our reality how many of you agree yes that very lie becomes a reality in our life and then we say there is no god there is no god and that's when he compares you with other people and say look look at the neighbor look at them they got a big house a big car their children are doing well they have everything going on for them look at yourself compare yourself and that's another lie christ made each of us with a plan and purpose the plan was not what we do because it is his body his plan his will his purpose and we live and die in christ that is who we are when we get into the realm of galatians 220 that is that realm we are talking about brother take me there to uh, galatians 220 this should be who we should aim to get to when our flesh dies then all we do is live according to the holy spirit now he runs it the way he wants to run us so galatians 220 is the way we have to call to live lives as christians i have been crucified with christ that is in him i have shared his crucifixion it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith by adhering to relying on and completely trusting in the son of god who loved me and gave himself up for me amen put an amen amen all of you put an amen to this this is who we are called to be we aim to be this scripture has to be an amen for us this is who we are called to be we should crucify ourselves with christ it is no longer i but christ who lives in me so i don't care about what the world says it is god who has his plan and he will bring me to exalting he will do everything if he has created me he takes care of me i know the creator has created me so now we have understand although they 
our lies, they become our reality. And what we have to realize then is it's important to know and study God's word. It allows us to know the difference between the truth and lies. How many of you agree to this? Put an amen. How many of you would know what is a truth and a lie if you don't know the truth? If the truth itself is not inside you, you have a Bible, but you never read it. Then how, what would be any change in you? How can there be any change? Who is Jesus to you then? He is the spoken word of God. If that word is not inside you, how can there be any change? I told you of a person who was caught, who was into this addiction of pornography. It was impossible for him to come out. But with God's word, meditating on it, every time telling himself when that thought came, that ah, this body is not mine, it belongs to Christ. He owns this body. I cannot use it for any harm. That renewed his mind continuously and he realized that I can't do it. Now, this is only possible with a renewed mind when you spend time reading and understanding God's word. I mean, so how do we renew a mind then? What happens here? How does the mind get renewed? So it's important for each of us to be a student of the Bible. And we all are students, including me. There's no greater person. Everyone is at different levels of faith and we have to read and understand God's word. Because this is the key to getting victory over strongholds and having the life Jesus died to give us. The lies of the devil are that we are stuck and we'll never be out of this bondage. God wants us to have a life of peace with him, peace with ourselves, great relationships, real joy, and the ability to become everything he has created us to be. One thing that we asking ourselves, do you think big? Do you think big that Jesus is not a God who can only, just, just only so much I can ask of the Lord. When you pray, especially in missions and things, how do you think crusades take place? Where would the funding come from? How do these preachers who go all across the world preaching get so much of funds, so many people, so many volunteers who come? Obviously, they're not praying for small souls to be one. They're praying for million souls to be one. When you start praying, one more secret I give you. Do not pray for things that are manageable. God, give me something which I can do. Pray for things where it's beyond you. And there is God in one. Because you know now it's not me from here. It has to be God. Let his glory shine in you. And let your prayer be such that I don't serve a small God. I serve a massive God who owns the heavens and the earth. And every human being on this planet earth is created by him. So everything is his. If David had to fight Goliath and say, Goliath, you're so big, my God is small, would he win? Would Goliath ever win? Would, would David win if he had spoken to Goliath and say, oh my, you're so big, people are saying you're so big. He spoke God's word and he said, who are you? He felt sad about Goliath and he says, you know, I serve the living God. Who are you? Who's coming against the living God? against the people of Israel, the God of Israel. I said today, when I was praying, the Lord reminded me of Elijah when he was standing against the ministers of Baal, 450 of them. They put their uh, sacrifice 
and and Elijah puts his sacrifice in, and he puts water. He tells who put water in that pit, and he says, "Okay, where's your God? Call your God." And he's alone, and they are all the they are the temple of Baal. Imagine. And he says, "Call your people." He's saying, "I think your God has slept." Maybe call him. Maybe it's afternoon. Call him. And when he calls the living God, the fire comes and consumes even the water, and takes it all. Do you know how powerful a God we serve? He's not a God who just is there somewhere. He should be there in your daily walks of life. Where you see a storm, as Brother Russell gave that testimony, you should be speaking God's word there in that storm. And knowing that He'll take you all. Amen. He's not here for this Friday prayer session or or Sunday. He should be in your real life, where you are at your lowest point, where there's no love at that point, where you are standing up and wondering who is there. You have to remember He is there. Where your spouse abandons you, He's there. Where children torture you and leave you, He's there. Where your boss says anything to you, you feel like. You're lost. He's there. When you feel weak and exhausted, he's there. He's the strength in your weakness. That should be our relationship with Christ. And we all work to get into that relationship. Amen. Amen. So let's 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 remember renewing our mind is God wants us to have that life of peace with Him. Now it's it's good to go to church and hear someone teach, like Brother Vivek is teaching you, Brother Russell teaches you. Okay, so Brother Savio gives powerful reflections. That's all good. That is excellent, brilliant. You can learn a lot about God and His will for your life this way, and that helps us to open up and give us that particular faith. Without that, in fact, we would not have that first step. But you need to have your own personal experience with God to really understand how He thinks and to renew your mind with the truth, because it is only the truth of God that will set you free. How many of you agree? Yes, amen. Because if you are thinking that I am so busy, I, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm a preacher. I'm, I know the word of God. I can do anything. But if not having a relationship with your Lord and Savior, nothing will happen. I'm telling you this. You will come Friday after Friday. Go every day. You will still be chasing the preachers and still doing it all your life. And this is how it happens from the womb to the tomb. Nothing, nothing changes. But if you want to change tonight, make that firm decision of saying, "This book is the truth of my life. This book is my life. It will determine who I am." And you'll start seeing prosperity like never before in your life, because God's hand will be upon you. When you are in those troubles and storms, you'll start praising God, and just like Joseph, I praise God because you know He is there. The only reason why we have stress, the only reason why we are not happy, is because we don't trust God. How many of you agree with me? Yes. Because when you don't trust Him, you know He's not there. Simply on it, on Sunday is there, or let's Friday will pray. You are called to trust Him in the storms of your life, not called to trust Him when everything is hunky dory. That everybody praying together. Okay, you are walking alone on that road, and you see that. It's not the safe road. That's where you call the Lord and say, "Lord, you are my guardian. 
you will guide me right now and you will send your ministering spirits your angels to protect me let one person touch you no one can touch you the thing is that we don't trust god and why we don't trust god is because his word is not strong in us there's a direct connection between the word and the holy spirit are we getting this yes when the spirit of god is in you the word of god becomes like a river it keeps flowing in you so romans 12:2 what does it say let's take 12:1 and 2 actually take both though 12:2 is the main verse therefore i urge you brothers and sisters by the mercies of god to present your bodies dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice holy and well pleasing to god which is your rational logical intelligent act of worship and do not conform and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of god is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose so we have this in i confess the simple version of it is do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of the mind of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god and what is good and acceptable and perfect so be so the word of god clearly says your mind is being renewed you will be able to recognize thoughts that don't agree with god's word are we getting this yes so the thoughts that come in the pattern that starts coming you know that this is not from god it's from the enemy or from the devil sometimes the thoughts of the flesh as well that come in and you know that the lust of the flesh are the flesh that is asking for it because the flesh is never happy it is never the flesh that was saved it is your spirit that is saved remember this flesh is never saved god lives in your spirit flesh can only be controlled by a renewal of your mind if you allow your flesh to go free you'll be like a cannibal doing the worst sins that you ever have done because the the flesh has nothing it just obeys orders of the mind are we getting this yes you can't control the mind unless and until your spirit has more power than the mind you can't do anything to your spirit unless it is fed by god's word so spirit is always filled with god's word and that renews that mind which makes the decision and say yes 
because remember we are humans and we live in a world which is controlled by senses it is all sense knowledge correct yes. if i tell savio savio you got a new house you say first show me brother and then i'll believe correct or no yes but god is saying first see the house and believe it thank me and you have it that's what romans uh, that's what you know mark 11:24 says when you stand to pray believe that you shall you have received and it shall be yours it's simple it's straight away ask and you shall receive god never said when you ask keep on begging beg so much that you know that god will give did he say that way no but some of us think no no can't be so simple the lord says when you stand to pray believe you have received and shall be yours the only condition in 25 is our act of forgiveness which we have to do which is part of our christian life and when you forgive your brothers and sisters god opens up and says okay that prayer is answered now question here is we don't take it so simply is no can't be so simple it has to be more complicated so one thing has is very clear as your mind is renewed you'll be able to recognize the thoughts that don't agree with god's word and when they come you can take them captive into the obedience of christ in other words you can throw aside any thought that doesn't line up with the word of god and replace it with the truth because you will say this is not from god i will not do this because now god's word is in you someone who was giving bad words continuously your mouth used to be open up and speaking filth from your mouth all the time you didn't know what a bad word what was a good word because that was the only word that came out when you met the lord you realize that this is not your body but his body and your word that leaves your mouth is god's spoken word that leaves it now can you give bad words no i'm asking you no use people now can you make fun of people you know the most powerful verse is romans 12:1 actually that touched me you know you are going to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and well pleasing to god which is an act of worship and the second one which changed my mind is that the word of god is it is just like a computer when you take the hard disk out and erase everything does anything remain no no god's word does exactly that it does that in steps though it doesn't happen overnight it happens over a period of time read the word of god every day i'll tell you one thing the first thing god will take out of your life are all those toxic friends i'm telling you this because you'll only not feel like going with them because they make fun they watch pornography they make fun of women they they crack dirty jokes and everyone is laughing all are drinking enjoying and now do you feel like being a part of them sir no but that was the life we all lived how yes. can anything change like it's normal for your friends what's up what's happening how can we what's happening to you how what's happening to you but you don't feel like going there's a come man we all watching a pornography come on let's watch together let's have drinks and let's have fun and let's crack some dirty jokes come on all of us will have this party and everyone comes to the party and you are invited now can you go you're the best friend is your best friend is organizes party i'm asking all of you it's not necessary 
uh, you know, this could be a real example. It could be in any other area as well. It could be in drinks. It could be in something else. It could be in any area of this life. Can you go? Question is that. No. Because when you go there, you have to be part of that. Even if you are there in that party, they are asking, they're doing this, watching dirty things, cracking dirty jokes, making fun. And it's all about, you know, all those things that are happening. Would you feel like participating in that thing? When no. Christ is living in you, when the Holy Spirit is in you, when that renewed mind is in you, that's when you grieve the Spirit of God. Another very powerful scripture that touched my life is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23. Take it again from the Amplified. I hope this session is blessing you. Put an arm in if you're blessed. And I would urge us that we live according to Christ. But remember one thing, you'll never lack in this life. God's people never lack. It is the devil who has put that curse of poverty. I want to share this with you. God chose to put poverty over Jesus. He became the curse of poverty. None of a Christian who is a true believer would ever lack in this life. Your tables will always have food. Whether guests come or anyone comes in your house, there will always be food on your table. There will always be money in the bank to pay every bill and to have more than what you need to give others. Christ was a giver and we are called to be givers. That's why you see when the spirit of God is in you, you choose to give. Because the word of God says it's a greater joy to give than to receive. Amen. Amen. Yes, can you please read this? And be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. So every day we need to take time to study the word of God so that we can purposely think about what it says. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we can have the mind of Christ. I, you know, today the Lord was telling me one thing. There are people who are praying over their life. Maybe they have a tumor in their body. They're not sure whether it's cancerous or not. Maybe you're scared. You're not knowing what to do. But what the Lord told me is I have given the spirit of healing to that person who needs to pray. Put your hand upon that part of your body when you are sleeping and feel the power of God go and shrink that tumor in Jesus' name. This is the Lord who spoke to me. The Spirit of God is like a heat in your body. When you touch something, you will feel that powerful heat flowing. That numbness will go into that area of your body. Because the hands that God has given are anointed hands. Please understand this. Do not run for preachers and run after priests and that one and this one. When you are running everywhere except the very one who lives in you, who is in you, 
is more powerful than the person in the world. Take this hand, place it upon yourself and say, Lord, this is your hand. You are healing this part of the body because you created it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I feel the power go inside me. You spirit of X, Y, Z, I command you to shrink in the name of Jesus. Humor, shrink in the name of Jesus. And I know that I've got my healing because by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, I am healed. I claim and thank you, Lord, for this healing. Thank you, Lord, for this powerful heat that is flowing in my body. The anointing is flowing in me. And this hand is your hand, Lord. I feel that presence of you, Lord, going inside me. I tell you, when you put your hand on that yourself, you'll feel that powerful heat going inside you. There's healing taking place. Your own hand. Your own hand. You must be wondering, brother, you talk about praying. What about the preachers? You one thing, God has no favorites. That's the truth. You have the power. The power is in you, not outside of you. Start doubting it because of the devil. Who's given us that doubt? The devil, only the preachers have the power. This preacher is coming from far away. He's very anointed. We go to him. Which, which Lord is in him? The same one who is in you is in him. What has happened to him? He has got a renewed mind. You have not renewed your mind. That's the only difference. Are we getting this? Yes. So you put your hand on your heart, on that place where there's a tumor and command that tumor to shrink. I tell you in the name of Jesus, you'll come with a testimony that it's gone. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. All glory to our Lord. Because he is real. Not because we are speaking here and said, it's a very good thing to preach. You put it. I pray that we, as this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group, understands how to use God's word in the storms of our life. How many of you agree with me? Yes. When you're walking through the storm, brother, you spoke about your, your, your daughter, right? She was in the hospital. Yes. During that storm, you must have called on the name of the Lord. Yes. Did he come? Yes. Did he send destiny helpers? Yes, he did. Did he change situations for you? Yes, he did. And he will always do it. I'm just sharing this with you. I don't just deep in my heart that we should trust the Lord. And we can't trust the Lord if there is no word in us. How do we trust the Lord? Because there is nothing in us. So there's nothing to trust. We are empty and we are not filled. You know, the devil always enters an empty house which is swept clean. When you fill it with the word of God, he can't enter there. He just can't enter. He just runs away. Because there's word inside the house. And, and you know one thing, when I was teaching on the Holy Spirit, I asked Holy Spirit, what do you do? He says he takes the word of God and builds up that temple. Brick by brick, it is that cement the raw material to build up the temple and this is a living temple which is built with the supply or the raw material that we give the spirit of God that lives within us and that is our faith because our faith cannot go beyond 
the world that we know beyond our belief and that belief can only come because faith comes it does not just come it comes can someone type their faith comes so if you don't have faith today doesn't matter because faith comes faith comes and that's the good news if you never had faith till today you only trust the preachers and the priests and everybody in the world other than yourself that christ lived in you today i tell you faith comes and you are your greatest healer because that hand that you have is the hand of christ he created it the spirit of god lives in you the very spirit that raised jesus from the dead lives in you why are we running after other people because we don't trust god we think god is more in that person in that person only the difference between two people both anointed one is a renewed mind who is definitely spending time daily meditating on god's word reading it reflecting on it chewing it chewing it like the cow have you seen a cow brother sir yes have you seen the cow ever swallow that grass one shot down choose how many of you have seen the cow i'm sure someone can say yes i've seen a cow have you seen the cow how the cow eats a grass It's chewing it does a cow the cow like us eat one shot we eat and 5 minutes food is over actually we are supposed to eat slowly but then like the cow we are supposed to take the word of god and keep chewing on it chewing on it chewing on it chewing on it and then it becomes part of us are we getting this yes i tell you strongholds will be broken when you understand god's word and take that word inside you and start speaking it over and over again spirit of god is real is too real for us to leave him is too real for us because he's real make those prayers stand up to make those prayers in the storms of your life agreement prayers are powerful brothers and sisters in christ agreement prayers are powerful i had a call from one person i think i shared this testimony i had a call from one person they asked me to give brother brother johnson's number and they called me up and by mistake someone gave my number and i said uh, they said can you please give me brother's number i said yes sure i'll definitely accept uh, but what's the problem she was very very scared when she called me she said my brother is dying he has got a heart attack and i you know i need brother's number please give the number obviously i said uh, look i if you like i can pray you know you know uh, with you she said oh brother is it okay if you pray i said yes sure we'll pray i changed, we prayed in the spirit and we agreed in one thing i said lord i command that heart attack to leave right now in the name of jesus the spirit of god let the spirit his spirit come back into his body and when the ambulance was trying to take him and say it's all over it's finished it's impossible i said you are going to agree with me that he is going to come back because that is what god calls he calls us to have faith that's what the word of god is from where did i get that strength to make that prayer because god's word says that his word is alive and active 
and if I call, he'll come and he will answer me. That's what Psalm 91 says. All these will not happen unless and until the word of God is in me. And if I have a renewed mind, ambulance came to take him because he had a massive heart attack. And we prayed. I was supposed to give her the number. But I said, don't let Lord, this is what you have called. I was in a park walking. And suddenly, the, God, the Lord may use you anytime. Be ready. There's no alert notice. Suddenly, he calls you and uses you. At times, you don't even expect to be called. And I made that prayer at that time. And I felt the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So powerful in the words. I was wondering from where those words are coming out of my mouth. All glory to God, not to me. That man woke up and he lived. And I'll tell you one thing. In that I realize it's important for us to give glory to God because God is in, true to his word. If there is no word inside you, you cannot pray. Do whatever you want. Whatever prayers you make will be prayers of the flesh. Lord, please give me more. Please give this. Please give that. And there'll be no confidence. They'll be begging. I ask Anyone of Savio, can you vouch this? You have yes. no word inside you. What will you pray? I'll pray for you. Okay, I'll pray. But there's nothing inside you. For what do you pray? Which scripture do you use? You can't pray if there is no word inside. Amen. Totally. Because you can't, your faith does not grow beyond your belief. Are we getting it? Yes. What you believe is your faith, that it, it ends there. Your faith cannot grow beyond your belief. If you believe that dead man will walk, will he walk? Yes. But the point is, do you believe? The word of God says he'll walk. The question is, the world says, oh, brother, how can it be possible? But that's what God's word says. If the word of God is in you and you have that anointing of the Holy Ghost and the Lord, the, the Holy Ghost tells you to wake up that person, Will the person get up? Yes. Because that's why you need to have that renewal of the mind because you are tuned to the Holy Spirit. He talks to you and you listen to him and you do exactly and obey what he tells you. You don't use your mind. He is your mind. So question here is every day, can we take time to study God's word so that we can purposefully think according to what it says. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we can help. We have the mind of Christ. So 1 Corinthians 2.16, if you take me there. One Corinthians 2.16. Anyone being blessed by today's session, please put an arm and give glory to God. If you really were blessed by what the Lord is teaching you, if you're really feeling that change, it's something happening. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. For who has known the mind and purposes of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ to be guided by his thoughts and purposes. So who guides us then? The Holy Spirit. So we have the mind of Christ to be guided by his thoughts and purposes. This is one of the most powerful scriptures which tells us that we have the mind of Christ. 
Okay. Take me to two or more scriptures. This is for our daily, when you are in the storms of life and negative thoughts, the devil has come and said, okay, open. Someone has got into a bad habit. See, let's example of drinking. He says, come on, call that friend of yours and let's drink, drink till you become fully drunk and a negative thought is coming in and you are, you're giving feed to that thought. You know how the thought comes in and you become, it becomes a desire and he's feeding it. My question is Philippians 4, 8. Take me there quickly. We've got two more scriptures because we have got to close in prayer. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. See, that is important. If it's, it's honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, it says what is confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure, so finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, this is how it starts. So when you speak God's word over your situation, the situation will change. So it's telling you to do what the word says. Allow peace to come in. Don't allow tranquility. The devil does not like peace. He hates peace. He's here to create division. That's why Jesus says, any house divided against itself can never prosper. So there is division whenever the devil comes. In. But there is only unity because Christ talks of forgiveness. Okay, Philippians 4, 8, we have taken. Take me to two more scriptures uh, in this area. Uh, take me to 1 Peter 2, 9. Can you take me to the normal, uh, this like NIV or something? Because yeah, sure. for some people, it may be too, too much to digest. One Peter chapter two, first time. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Now, can you relate to the scripture that we were all in darkness and God brought us into the marvelous light? When a dark situation comes in your life, can you declare the praises of God? Yes. Remember, we did one teaching and in the teaching I said, always thank God for the key that you opened the door with. Do not look at the next key, but thank God for what was already opened. Because to reach here, there was one key you opened to come here. And thank God for that key. When you thank him so much, he will give you the key for the next one. Don't focus 
on the problem focus on the blessing that god bought you to get you here do you remember that brother that yes. teaching where yes. we we don't when we entering the doors to get in one door is so difficult to get in we entered the toughest door to go in and now the key to the next door has fallen down we are focusing on the lost key but god says look at the key that brought you in thank me for that one you thank god for the blessing that you are alive to today for what you have got you know you are alive till this age god has definitely opened those keys to bring you here thank him for your and what he has done for you to come here yesterday and today bless him for that and he will give you the key to the next door so your praise always depends on what he has done for you because when you thank him for what he has done for you you can always get the key to the next part of life don't focus on what is there ahead of you which is a problem focus on what god has got you through get you your and then you will get the next key amen amen so take me to so you can declare this i am a royal priesthood i am god's special possession can somebody write there i am god's god's special possession do you know what god says you are my special possession it means my favor will always be stamped on you forever i am god's special possession how great it is to say that david never said the lord is everybody's shepherd did he say that no what he said the lord is my shepherd so are we is this a relationship or is it a janta everybody can come you know you may meet the lord in a different way but for me you are my special and he says you are my special possession and says yes i am your special possession so when you are a special possession you have a vip pass when you stand up to pray god says yes he is my special possession because your word says it okay your prayer is answered you have to take the word and build up your faith with that word of god you can't take a preacher's word over it can be to some extent but the word of god has to be a personal relationship with christ amen take amen. me to psalm 139 verse 13 So when you know who you are in Christ you'll be free of all your strongholds that will keep us from God's good and acceptable and perfect will for us but Psalm 139:13 is about me talking to my God and telling him when I cry to him for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb now how many of us know that the god who created you knit you in your mother's womb and in fact the next verse says i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful and i know that very well and and this psalm is really a most beautiful psalm how many of you are blessed by psalm 139 if you read the psalm and meditate on the psalm it is one very very powerful psalm if someone is going through a tough time especially in health i would suggest that you read this up and meditate on it and when you pray say lord you have made that part in my body that part is not working because you created it today i come back to you lord and i know you knitted it you created it 
and you will replace it. Things will change, Lord. I thank and praise you for the answer prayer. Go in glory. The last part of our teaching, and we may go a little bit of our time, but we'll try to complete soon. Importance of Bible study. So one practical way you can accomplish this is to have a think session every day. Keep a session called a think session every day. Now, reading God's word and understanding his word is one thing, but thinking session and meditating is another thing totally. Take some time to sit out. If you go to a park during your lunch break, during some time, you know, like, you know, go for an evening walk or whatever you do, or before you sleep, have this think session. What did I read today from God's word? And what does it mean to me? So think of what God's word says about you, about his love for you, his good plans for your future, how he wants you to live and behave. Think about what his plans, he definitely is a prosperous God. He never created me for nothing. And when you surrender to him, he has that plan and purpose in your life. What does his word mean to me? Let that word be like that cow you chew. And this is your chewing session. You may call it anything, but I would say, this is your time where you take God's word and you chew on it. Maybe one scripture has touched you. Keep a note or a diary. Or if you really want to go deeper, use that very notepad. Use that thing that touches you. I still have my notes that I write uh, of what the Holy Spirit teaches me. So it's important for us to have something. So today's entire teaching is all the notes that are there here. Type, uh, and it's important for us to have that time uh, you may call it anything, but this is your Holy Spirit time, okay? Where you are in the Spirit, I want to meditate on the Word of God and how does that refresh your life, okay? He wants you to live and behave, okay? If you are struggling in a certain area, use that area or find those verses that will calm you in that area. If there is fear dominating you, go for verses on fear or areas which will take you out of fear. He says, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. For someone may be wondering, brother, how will I manage? Take the I confess boldly. Use those scriptures. Now, the warfare scriptures are no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Okay. In the first one itself is a warfare scripture. Yeah, brother Savio, which one is that? The very first scripture that we use in I confess boldly. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yeah, you can use that Luke uh, 418, but um, the first scripture that we use uh, is that, that which is our first scripture. In the I confess boldly. Thank you, Jesus. So you my I'm the body of Christ. Thank you, Nancia. I'm still not getting it yet. I'm the body of Christ, Satan, sickness, sin, disease, someone who's having problem with any area of alcohol. Alcohol, you have no power over me. Lust, you have no power over me. Anger, you have no power over me. Greed, you have no power over me. Gluttony, you have no power over me. You're speaking to that spirit, directly speaking and giving a command. You have no power over me. Remember when in the Gerasenes, when, when the devil was with that man, if there were legions, do you know his prayer was answered? That was the evil spirit who says, free us, send us in the pigs. Did Jesus listen to him? He said, okay, go. Yes. How many of you know that? He also prayed, send me there. Because he knew he was destroyed any which. 
if the devil also can pray and get his way of going into the pigs, then why should we not pray and ask our God who has given us a birthright? Lord, bless me because I know I am truly blessed. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing over my life. You have to go into that medley. Amen. So take those scriptures. I encourage you to write them down and put them in places where you see them every day. Now, suppose you're struggling with something, put them on your wall, put them in the bathroom, in the mirror, on your refrigerator, where you're cooking, make that, make that stick it and put it there. So you're there right in front of you. Okay. It's wonderful to understand that you can have that what with God says that you can have if you learn to think the way he thinks. It's also important to realize that transformation is an ongoing process. It won't happen overnight. I'm telling you this. This is the truth. Brother, you said open the Bible. I opened the Bible two months. Nothing has happened. But then choose to keep on reading into the word of God and meditating. Within six months, you'll see a change yourself. You will come and say, brother, I'm not the same person. Can you say that, Savio? When the word yes. has come in. Are you the same Savio that you were two years ago? No. If I ask brother Russell, are you the same brother Russell that you are three years ago. Are you the same person today? I'm sure he'll definitely say different from that. Because the word of God changes you. You can't be the same person. Amen. So, so what happens, remember, it's not an overnight thing. But however, one thing I can assure you is that if you take time to make a commitment, to set your mind on God's word, renewing your mind with the truth, then you will experience the fullness of everything that is yours in Christ because it is yours. It was never, the devil has lied to us and he has lied and taken away everything that was from us, but it was never brought uh, from us. It's important for us to have that peace in us. Now, I told you this, the only difference between us and an anointed preacher is a renewed mind. He has taken the word, meditated upon it, knows that Jesus is real. Use that word and seen the victory. Many of us come in, read the word, we become busy and then we become busy Christians and then we don't have time. And again, we get back into the begging mode. Jesus, please. God, please. Holy Spirit, please. And you get an answered prayer. But then that becomes your routine. The devil is smart. He traps you into a prayerlessness. And the moment you get into that, it's very difficult to come out. Let's close in prayer. And if this teaching has blessed you, it's important that we share it with someone and let them also have a renewed mind. But a renewed mind will not happen unless and until you have God's word in you. Do not just listen to the preacher's word. Make a conscious decision. Holy Spirit, I am not leaving till you teach me your word. And I will meditate. Have a Holy Spirit time. Have that chewing time. You call it whatever. Have the scriptures on your fridge, on your refrigerator. When you're cooking food, let the worship music be playing. Let your mind keep on be listening to the God's word. When you're sleeping, you can try the scripture. Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. Jesus, take more of me and give me more of you. Jesus, take more of me and give me more of you. Keep saying that so that every area of your life, all the evil, all the dirt is being replaced by Christ in that area. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's close in prayer. This is a prayer of protection against a spiritual warfare prayer. Almighty God, Father. Sabi, repeat. Almighty God. Thank you for creating me. Thank you for creating me. 
Thank you for preserving me. Thank you for preserving me. And my family. And my family. I pray for your protection. I pray for your protection. Against spiritual and physical enemies. Against spiritual and physical enemies. I pray for the strength. I pray for the strength. To resist the devil's attacks. To resist the devil's attacks. Help me put on your full armor. Help me to put on the full armor. And your breastplate of righteousness. And your breastplate of righteousness. Protect me when I sleep. Protect me when I sleep. And when I wake. And when I awake. Please remove all the traps that have been set for me that I cannot see. Please remove all the traps that have, that have been set for me that I cannot see. Please protect me from the eyes and the snares of the evil one. Please protect me from the eyes and the snares of the evil one. Order my steps for me. Order my steps for me. So I do not walk in the company of the wicked. So I do not walk in the company of the wicked. Protect my family from any worldly cultures. Protect my family from any worldly cultures. That will result in them losing their souls. That will result in them losing their souls. Protect us from all evil attention from strangers. Protect us from all evil attentions from strangers and from those close to us and those close to us block anyone with bad intentions from coming into our lives block anyone with bad intentions from coming into our lives be a shining light unto our feet be a shining light unto our feet so we won't walk in thorns or slippery slopes. So we won't walk in thorns or slippery slopes. Protect us from all evil, including those we bring upon ourselves. Protect us from all evil, including those that we bring upon ourselves. Let us not wander away from your protection. Let us not wander away from your protection. Come what may. Come what may. Give us the strength to walk with you. Give us the strength to walk with you. Guide us from dawn till dusk. Guide us from dawn till dusk. Watch over us in everything we do. Watch over us in everything that we do. Be our companion wherever we go. Be our companion wherever we go. Thank you for the answered prayer. Thank you for the answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Please share this teaching with someone if you want to bless them. This teaching changed my life. This very brother in front of you is saying this.
please share this if you can give this teaching to someone and if they listen to this i'm sure they'll open the bible and life will be a different thing for them maybe your own children may anyone but someone will be saved because of you so let us do at least that for someone who we love and not only that let us also open our bibles and read and meditate remember to have that chewing time with the holy spirit so you're going to chew the word with the holy spirit and he's going to teach him do not allow him to leave you say i am not going to leave you just like jacob jacob fought and he never left till he said i want the blessing he said so you are not going to leave till you get the blessing amen thank you jesus god bless all of you and if you like this please testify on the telegram group that this teaching has blessed you so somebody else can can get blessed too amen good night sabio thank you everyone god bless everyone thank you brother